Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager of Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. Rob, have you ever had a customer tell you to do something that you just flat out don't want to do? I mean, you know, uh, it could be the, something they want you to do to the floor, a way that they want you to install, any of those things, and you just don't want to do what they want you to do. Yes. Yes, well, I have. This episode and is I, about and I did it. And you did it? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I and I did it. And I regretted doing it. So really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good yep. stuff. I love your honesty. Yeah. That's why I'm a trainer. Yeah. That's why I'm a trainer. Okay. Yep. Because I, I, I've made every mistake in the wood floor business at least three times. Yep. Once you achieve that, that's it. You're now a head trainer. Perfect. Uh, I tell you what, I think we've it's all not been the right there. things you did. It's the wrong things that you did. Well, um, you never learn anything. Uh, that's why we, you know, um, you go to a, a school and there's a perfect, perfect panel. You don't learn everything on a perfect panel. You learn something on the imperfect ones. You know what I mean? When things yes. don't go right. And then now, so how do we fix it now that we're in this jam? I, I hope I remember the guy's name. Um, uh, he was a floor of the multiple, I think, floor of the year winner. Uh, Chuck Crispin. I don't think he'll mind me saying this because I have high regard for his. He's, he's, he's a great, great trainer and a great craftsman. But I learned something from him at an NWA school years, I mean, 20 some, maybe even 30 years ago. Uh, he was doing an, an incredible uh, inlay and floor medallion. I don't know, I can't remember. It was a medallion uh, board around it, really super fancy. And uh, he was one of the instructors. And they, it didn't come out like he wanted. There was a part, there was a screw up, right? The screw up. And uh, at, at the end of the, the class, uh, everybody talked about what they did. Okay, so all the other panels got to see what everybody was working on. And he said, okay, guys, here's what we, here's what we did. Uh, here was the idea, here was the design. And um, you know, we wanted to incorporate all these different things. We got to this part and it, we screwed up, we made a mistake. So it didn't come out the way we wanted. And that's why it does, it looks like this. Here's what we had in mind. And, then, and I thought, holy smokes, that's fantastic to hear that. You know what I mean? We, nobody's perfect and everybody makes mistakes and whatever. And, and I thought that was so genuine and honest. It's hard to be an instructor. I have so much respect for these guys that, uh, that, that in, uh, instructed these schools and you know the training, what you guys do, because you're out there all the time and not everything always gonna turn out right uh, or perfect. And uh, I thought that was very genuine of him to say that. And we got what he was, what he was meaning. And I'm sure under different circumstances, if, if we had more time, he, could, he would have corrected it. But, you know, I, I think, hey, man, you know what? You don't learn anything uh, when everything is perfect. So Exactly. You know, that's one of the things that um, we say at all the Boner training schools. You know, it's one of the first announcements that I make is I, I don't care what the panels look like. We're not looking to make perfect panels here. This is a batting cage or a driving range. We're just going to work on your swing. The other thing I tell people, if there's something that you want to try, this is where to try it. Mm -hmm. So if it does mess up, who cares? It's on one of the panels. Yeah. You're not going to have to redo somebody's living room or dining room. Do it here. You yeah. know, there's something you want to try, whatever. It's, 
when I when I diffuse that and let people, hey, all right, now I can, because there are a lot of times where somebody did want to see. Well, I want to see what it looks like if I, you know, use a big machine and then just power drive everything after that, or you know, whatever they want to try. I tell everybody, here's the place to practice. Here's the place to try it. So I couldn't agree more. What if I said, Rob, I've always wanted to leave a great big stop mark in the middle of the room. Can I do that on your panel? You absolutely can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or I'll say, well, you don't have to do it because I know somebody else will do it for you, but don't okay. worry about it. Yeah. Huh, cool. All right. So, you know, what, what I, the reason why I asked you that is we're going to talk about, you know, when, when customers ask you to do something and you just don't want to do it or whatever. And I'm not talking about if a customer wants you to lay on a wet subfloor. That's pretty obvious, right? We know that, that uh, what the rules are. We can't do that. I'm talking about if a customer, for instance, um, you know, let's say there's uh, 15 urine stains in the, in the floor and they don't want you to, they don't want you to sand them out. Uh, or excuse me, they don't want you to replace the boards. They just want you to, you know what, we'll live with it, just, you know, sand for you now. But, but you flat out don't want to do it. You know, let's, or, or you know, um, let's say they, there's a patch in the middle of the floor. It's a white oak floor. And right, right in the middle of the floor, there's a red oak patch that's, that's uh, stair-stepped, stands out like a sore thumb. There, you know, there, there's almost comes to a, like a cold joints. Um, and they tell you, just go ahead and leave it. We don't, we don't. We don't want to replace the boards. Um, you have a problem with that, don't you? I do. Yeah. You got a big problem with that one, huh? I do. I don't. I, you know, I, I, um, we'll talk about how to how to handle those. You know, uh, and some of it's just aesthetics. You know. Yeah, I, I guess I do have a problem. I can with tell. That. I can tell right yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, how do you handle those complaints? How do you talk to the to the customers, and how do you uh, how do you how do you have those conversations with the with the customers? Because I have a hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt, had jobs before where I thought, you know what, I just don't want to do that. I know what it's going to it's going to look like crap. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be associated with it. I don't want nothing about it. Um, and um, again, maybe it's I can say this because it's a different type of time of year in my life. But uh, I'm looking back in my career, and I think for sure the last 15 years, for sure, maybe even longer than that, if I wasn't going to be happy with the job, and I was asked to do something that I just thought was, and I, you know, well, I'll, I'll give you for example, or also uh, standing Douglas fir. I can't stand Douglas fir floors. Every time I did one, I swore it would be my last. And then later in my career, I, I would sometimes bid a job. I'd show up there, and they'd say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, the old house of Douglas fir. We want to stand and refinish. And I, I got to the point where, no, I didn't want to sand Douglas fir. I don't like the way they look. They're meant to be subfloors. They should be subfloors, and I don't like them. Uh, so I, I, but then how do you do that? How do you, especially if you're into the job with somebody and they're asking you something, I mean, I think those are sometimes, like I said, if it's obvious ones like, you know, there's certain rules you can't break, you can't lay on a wet floor, you can't do things like that. Um, but um Sometimes they're just personal choices. So I, I think those are tougher conversations. Mine was white pine. White pine? White pine. We, yeah. There was a, a local um, lumber yard up here that makes flooring. They kiln it. You know, I mean, they really make, they make some nice flooring, actually. They make some really 
beautiful flooring right here in the Albany area, good prices, hardwoods, you know, but they also made a white pine floor, you know, six, eight inch white pine. And uh, uh, they sold that as flooring. And of course, everybody would see the price of the yoke and then they'd see the price of the pine and like, oh, this is, and I would, I would beg people, please, it's the last floor you want. It's a throwaway floor. It's not going to last. I go, not only, I mean, oh, no, no, we want it to get beat up and we want it to have that, you know, worn look. I go, you're going to have that look in two weeks. I said, I'm afraid of the look that comes five years down the road where it's just completely. You bring one to mind uh, when you said that. Uh, in the old days, when people talked about distressing floors, it wasn't like, uh, you know, hand scraping, those type of deals. It was like, take a chain and beat the hell out of the floor and take, you know, hammers or different objects and beat the floor because we want that look. I'm not that guy. I don't, I, I can't do it to a floor. I'd rather do it to you than the floor. You know what I mean? I, I just can't see. And I know guys have done it and loved it and enjoyed doing it. But but I, it's, that's a, that's a, a non-negotiable for me. I'm not going to do that. So you're not into the money then. It's not about the money with you, is it? It's always oh, most definitely about the money. But uh, but because for years I was like, no, people call me, do you, do you distress floors? No, no, that's ridiculous. Why would I do that to a floor? It's just, you're sucking the life out of the wood. And then years later, people were like, do you do you hand scrape floor? I'm like, God, no, that's the worst thing in the world. You're just destroying that floor, sucking the life out of the floor. But what I learned through those years is there was a guy behind me who was coming in and going, hell yeah, yeah, I do that. And he's charging, you know, six or seven bucks a foot to do it. So I, as much as I was trying to talk people out of it because of what I thought was right, they were still going to get it done. I think talking people out of something that they want is, is one of the toughest things a floor guy can do. Well, you know, I, I agree. And I know that there's people coming behind you that'll do the job, whatever, and I, but I just flat out, if my, I got to like what I'm doing, I got to have my heart and soul into it. But I, so there's a couple of things I, I look at. Uh, one, if, you, if, you, if you're making a suggestion, for instance, like they, they want to do something and you ha they have their heart set on something and you talk them out of it, well, you damn sure better be right. You know what I mean? When you yeah. talk about doing something they want to do, you better be. That's a you that's better. Yeah, yeah, because now you're playing with an electric fence. They're just yeah. dying. Yeah, they're just dying to find something. Yeah, if they have any doubts at all in their mind that, gosh, I wish I would have done what I thought I wanted to exactly. do. Exactly, yeah. you're dead. The other thing too is, um, uh, if they do, if you do go forward with what they want, you know, if I try to talk them out of it. No, I'd say, listen, I, it's your floor. So I want you to be happy, but here's my thoughts. And I strongly urge this and they don't do it. They say, no, no, we understand, but we still want to do whatever to the floor. And we go ahead and do it. Uh, at the end of it, I tell them I was completely wrong. I didn't see, I had no idea it was going to come out this nice, uh, no matter what it comes out, because now it's a different, you know what I mean? Now, you know, I want you to enjoy your floor. I don't want to put any negative uh, baggage on the floor and ne negative emotion. They paid a lot of money for this floor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, you know what, gosh, I didn't see it myself, but now that it's done, holy smokes, 
It looks way better than I thought it was going to look. I just didn't have your vision. Yes. Yes. So, and also uh, be mindful of your tone. You know, when I tell people no, that I don't like, if I, I don't want to do a, uh, let's say I'm, let's say I'm doing all the floors in the house and now they have two more floors upstairs. They're dug for, and they want me, they say, you know, we want to come back and do those floors. You know, you also got to be mindful of your tone on how you, how you talk to people when something like that, because you're turning them down, you're rejecting them. Oh, sure. It could be fun, but, um, <laughs> but you have to do it where it's going to leave a good taste in their mouth in the end. You know what I mean? And, and um, sometimes even take the fall as much as it hurts. I mean, I'm, man, I'm not the best guy at standing Douglas fur. And you know how much that would hurt to have to, for that for words to come out of my mouth. But uh, I don't want to put it on them. It's not you. It's me. It's not <laughs> you. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. Type of deal. Yeah. Well, that that customer that I had the white pine, I I did everything I could to talk him out of it. And they were just, you know, they had seen it someplace and the price was right. Everything that there was just no talking them out of it. And I'll never forget. It was a big job, too. It was like 1,500 feet. And the other thing that I hated about the stuff, it wasn't in, there was no end joints. So you had to make your own end joints on it. And, you know, it was just long, long lengths and uh, crowbar and everything in. It was nuts. Mm -hmm. But it didn't go so bad. You know what I mean? It wasn't so bad. Things weren't, things weren't going so bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Until we put a radiator machine on it. <laughs> and we had got a new radiator machine. Do you remember the radiator? Remember the real old radiator machines? It kind of looked like an edger. Had a huge electric motor, big wheels on it and everything. Well, did you ever see the porter cable? Porter cable yes, came out? Yes, yes, yes. And it had like the little ball bearing wheels? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, guess what? Guess what? Don't use that on a white pine floor. Yep. Those steel wheels. Oh, and there was probably a dozen radiators in the joint. And those little steel wheels. I mean, I, I can still, I, I'll have nightmares about that job. Did you tell them the steel wheels or the radiator will, uh, the steam from the radiators will take out the uh, indentation from the steel wheels? I wish I had done something. <laughs> You know what? Over time, that's the nice thing about this radiator heat. It will take out the uh, the steam. Will will take out these uh, indentations. Well, it, right away, I just started blaming Pete. I was like, "Why would you take a radiator machine to a brand new floor? This is insane." Mm -hmm. What were you thinking? In front of the homeowner? No, God, no, no. <laughs> Pete and I only had a couple of fights. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Well, when you're, if you're in, in this situation, I think it's important that, you know, your body language, uh, if you act like, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're beneath it all, or, you know, the job is beneath you and whatever, and that I think it will turn them off or your body language is, goes a long way. You know, you, you have to be very respectful no matter what, when you're in this situation and uh, not to get personal because um, it can go there pretty quick if they get offended. They, they, and sometimes they do get offended. But uh, I think you also have to know what your non-negotiables are going into it. I mean, certain things you won't do and you can't him and haw around that. Uh, just be very straightforward about it for whatever reason that you don't do this in your business. This is just something we don't do. That's it. It's, uh, we've made it, it's a business decision. 
And, uh, you know, I think that's the, the way that I would handle it. We had to use, we did this uh, log cabin and it was a kit. It was a log cabin kit, believe it or not. And the place was huge. It had to be like a 5,000 foot cabin. Massive, but it was a kit. And this kit had everything, including the stain for the floor. Including the stain. No kidding. Yes. Wow. You picked out the color of your floors and the stain came with it. No poly or anything, but the stain color came with it. And I couldn't tell you the name of the stain. I had never heard of it before. It just, you know, and I, I, I just remember saying to the guy, no, I don't want to, I'm really comfortable with the stain that I'm using. I mean, we couldn't get, you know, this was a long time ago, so I don't even think Bona had stain. I couldn't believe how bad this stain was. And the guy was adamant that I used it. I mean, just, there was no talking him out of it. And I'm like, look, I can give you the, same exact color. Don't worry about the color. I'll, I'll give you whatever color. You know, we'll make that color. But please, let me use my stain. I could. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of that stain. I bet Pete would know because it, it was the worst stain I'd ever worked with. If you took your rag and put it on the floor, that spot never went away. You could rub it. You could do it. I mean, it was absolutely horrifying. It was the worst stain job ever, ever. And for the life of me, I even, I got done with the one room and I said to the guy, look, this stuff is, it's not made for floors. Okay. That's what it is. It's just not made for floors. The other thing, it kept separating, kept separating. I mean, you had to keep mixing this stuff the entire time you were using it. I did everything I could. I even showed the guy, look, I'm not trying to do a bad job here, but please let me go get my regular stain that I'm comfortable with. I'll sand this off. And he's like, no, no, that's fine. Just keep going. And I was like, fine, fine. This job looks like it's like it's a thousand years old. Could not talk him out of not using that stain. It came with the kit. That's what he wanted. Like he thought it was going to avoid a warranty or something. I have no idea. But that was the absolute worst stain I had ever worked with in my life. There was no bone and dry fast stain back then. You know, in your floundering about in your own simple way, you came across the best example I could ever think of. <laughs> Out of your simple mind came something brilliant. And what is that? You, the best example is stain. It, 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 using, you know, I, my designer wants to use this stain. Uh, they, you know, we love this color. We went to our designer, we went to the store, blah, blah, blah. And, and this, the stain color we got picked out. Uh, that's a non-negotiable. If it's not from this industry, uh, if it's from a paint store, a high-end paint store, or you went somewhere, they added pigments to it and whatever, and put this all together. Uh, that is a deal breaker. If there was ever a deal breaker. After that job, there weren't a lot of times that I would say no, but after we did that job, I would ne I never worked with never work with anybody's recommended stain. It was the stain that we work with all the time. And that was it. Stains are, it, that did turn into a deal breaker for and, me. And, and, and the audacity, audacity, audacity. I think it's, I think it's audacity. Audacity. Of, Aud uh, audacity. Okay. Pronounce it out. A-U-dacity. Uh, 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 
Audacity. <laughs> okay, I know. So the audacity of somebody, audacity of somebody, uh, <laughs> to tell you to use a certain stain is, is beyond words to me. How do you know that this is compatible with what I'm using? How dare you, in fact? I mean, do you think, you, I, why don't I just go get anything off the shelf anywhere and use it? You know what I mean? The, for, for someone to say that and not understand the chemistry, the science behind it and everything else, the, everything that goes into this, it's, it's, it's absurd to me. I'm gonna do a bona commercial right now, okay? This is a shout out for Eileen. Is there anything better than bona dry fasting for blending colors, for working with it, for coming back the next day and doing repairs on it? I mean, we get our you know what together when they came up with that stain. Yeah. And yeah, to yeah. think that somebody would have the audacity to say, no, I want you to use this stain. That's just today yeah. in today's market and everything. You're right. That's a deal breaker. If you haven't tried dry fast stain, you are missing the boat. I, I mean, it is definitely, I know this is a commercial here, but I work with it a lot. And man, I have never worked with anything so forgiving and so easy to work with. It's crazy. Yep. It's awesome. So that's, that's, to, uh, that's a shout out for Eileen. So were you successful at talking people out of it? Because yeah. I really wasn't. Well, like I said, I, I don't had, know if I didn't fight hard enough for it, but there uh, were times where, like I said, and and every time that I tried to talk somebody out of it and couldn't, it bit me. I, I wish I had not done the job after. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you asked a question, and I'll tell you one that I didn't win, and I'm glad I didn't win. Uh, we uh, were deep into the sanding process, like uh, close to the final sanding on a really beautiful home in um, Atherton. If you know where Atherton is, I think it's the most expensive neighborhood in America right now. Um, and Where's this, had, California? Yep, uh, there's no house that's, in that, that's not worth several million dollars. But anyhow, um, uh, we got al almost all the way done with the fine sanding when the, the lady, uh, the homeowner of the house came up and announced to me that, she goes, you know what? It's, since it's all, it's all sanded right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my faux painter come in and, and uh, do faux painting on the borders. And I went, whoa. Uh, what was that again? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'm bringing this guy. And the guy was standing next to her. And this guy looked like all kinds of trouble to a craftsman. Uh, so um, I said, wait a minute. I, I, what are you going to do? She said, well, he's a faux painter. And uh, he's going to come in and do some artwork on the borders uh, over the weekend. And then you can you know, come back and do the final sanding. I said, ma'am. I said, you know, first of all, I don't know if it's going to be compatible with what we're doing, you know, the, uh, with our finishes and stuff. And secondly, we're at the fine sanding process. You know, had I known this, we would, this, would, this is definitely a conversation that needed to take place. She goes, well, I didn't know if I could get them, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, here's where we're at. So I, I, I said, all right. I mean, I was losing that battle. I mean, she was going, this was going to happen. I said, all right. So I went home dejected. Like, I mean, what is this clown going to do to the floor, man? I mean, this is unbelievable. You know, I, I, it's not what I had in plan, whatever. And we showed up Monday and my mind was blown. It was stunning what he did. I mean, it, it looked like marble around the outside of the floor, like blocks of marble, different sizes. You know what I mean? <clears throat> that the fl floor ran into the marble. And uh, <clears throat> it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, stunning. And I looked at this guy, he was still there in awe. Like, I just, I didn't even know this was possible, man. 
So I lost that one and I'm glad I did because uh, it was incredible what he did. And uh, the, as it turned out, the, it was not an issue with the finishes. And uh, so the job looked stunning. I wish I had a picture of that. Back in the old days, we didn't take pictures of the jobs. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Well, we don't have, didn't have the cameras. We didn't have, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, what? We didn't have all these things, so we and, and how many times we said we'll go back and take a picture of this when it's done, and you never do. You move on to the next one. Uh, that's one thing that's nice about the camera today. You can take pictures. So back in your day, you probably used that camera that you had the big thing you'd hold with the big giant explosion. Yes, right? of the, course. Yeah, you had one of those. Yeah, yeah. For no, guy your age, right? When yeah. I, I know what you're the talking West about. Kaboom, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't have well, those. It's, it's so sad that. You're bringing up these terrible memories that I'm having because finished it well. We do the second coat of a job Friday. Said to the guy, Oh, you know, things are great. I mean, everything's awesome. Full house, everything looks great. We are, you know, cruising. Said we'll be back tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, do the final coat. He's like, Could you, you know what? Um, the floors look so good. My wife and I were talking that. Could you come back and do it on Monday? Because we want to paint. And I was like, I I really don't. Uh, I no, I'd rather not. Okay, I, I need to do this. Blah blah blah. And we got into a pretty good heated discussion about it. Because I'm thinking I know what's going to happen here, you know. So I was adamant with the guy. Please, don't get anything on the floor. Okay, cover it up. Just all right. If this is how we're gonna do it, I have to come in and buff anyway. So, you know, but please cover everything. And we come back in, and it was like they didn't put a cover down. That's how bad it was. I mean, it was absolutely. He just destroyed it. I, in my mind, I couldn't believe that somebody could do this to somebody else's work. Where I specifically told him. You know, we're done, right? I mean, he, and the crazy part was they were his floors too. So now, now I'm like into it with this guy. And I'm like, we have to charge, you know, another 600 bucks because I, I really have to go through and scrape, hand scrape, do all, you know, the whole, everybody knows the deal. You might've seen it before, but this one only happened to us one time. And he's like, no problem, no problem, no problem about the extra money, which should have been a red flag because then he screwed us on the final payment. And it was, it was, I bet Peter and I, in I don't know how many years we did floors, 20 years of doing floors, whatever. Maybe we had three times where we got jammed up with a customer and they, we didn't get paid. And that was one of them. And it was that guy's fault. And I just can't believe that we're going. I'm starting to look back, and every argument that I lost, I ended up paying for in the end. Yeah. So I should have said no. You uh, just reminded me, and I'll, I'll make this quick, and we'll get we'll we'll wrap this up. But um, speaking of that, I uh, Jeremiah Strong and I both know this guy. He's a contractor in Tennessee, and. Uh, when I first got to know him, he would call with a lot of pretty basic questions. Like, you know, he was new to the industry. He didn't know a lot about the industry, but he was very passionate about it. And um, 
you know, then he got himself into jams like, you know, uh, you know, that he couldn't get out of and it was costing him money and, you know, a fair amount of problems. And I was worried about his future because, you know, uh, it, it was very discouraging to him that the problems he was having as a contractor. And again, he was young in his career. Um, and then, I mean, it's not been four years now. And I think he's got like 15 vans. So wow. isn't that something? Uh, it says a lot about uh, perseverance and, uh, uh, you know, what? It, it's what you can't look at a guy's heart and see how and, and, and how tough he is and how much stamina he is and how much he's willing to take. And uh, so, yeah, this is a, this is a guy that I would have thought, I don't know, most guys, I really worried about him lasting in this industry. And I'm telling you, Rob, a sweetheart of a guy. Uh, I couldn't be more happy for his success. I know it's off topic, but uh, anyhow. I don't know why I even brought it up, but uh, yeah, there you go. All right. So there you go. Uh, thank you, Rob. Uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Bye.